one car, two drivers, three wheels, 34 days, 3,500 miles around India. This is the Trans India Challenge podcast. Welcome to the Trans India Challenge podcast episode 8. I'm Peter Brill, a member of the Challenge team, and if you've been listening to the previous podcasts, you'll know that the Challenge is a 3,500-mile road trip around India in a Morgan three-wheeler, driven by British husband and wife team Alan and Pat Braithwaite. Now, the trip aims to raise £200,000, about 1.8 crore rupees, to support the work of Indian not-for-profit organisation Goonge, which uses urban waste as currency to promote regeneration of rural communities. You will have heard in previous podcasts from founder Anshu Gupta and his wife Minakshi. So we have reached the end of the first leg, or at least we're approaching the end of the first leg, which was at the East Indian coast on the Bay of Bengal in a place called Gopalpur. All has gone relatively smoothly, uh, other than some fairly large potholes, uh, some fairly heavy traffic, and of course, plenty of spectators and people wishing us well along the way. So as we reached Gopalpur, or at least some 40 kilometers away from our final destination at the end of the first leg, we were cruising along quite happily. And then things started to unravel as Alan Braithwaite takes up the story. Well, we were um, making really good time uh, on a long leg from uh, Visakhapatnam to uh, Gopalpur uh, and, and um, having had a lovely interlude at the university first, so we had great fun visiting the university and I gave the students a talk. We had 100 students. Uh, I was on a high. And, and, and I drove the first bit and then I handed the driving over to Pisa, but I was in the car. And the road's massive construction, so we'd had really fast bits. And then you have to divert where they're building a flyover and, and, and do a bit of bumpy stuff and then come back on. But nothing too bad at all, certainly in comparison to the previous day. About 40k to run, and Peter's driving, and we've just gone through a... Um, motorway uh, toll point um, and every time we go through one of those we attract enormous crowd and they refuse to let us through till they've all had photographs and Peter has accelerated away nothing dramatic or anything of that sort and suddenly he says drive's gone drive's gone drive's gone and he was revving the engine but actually two parts of five eighths and nothing was happening so pull in I was just a bit dismayed and I thought oh bother or words to that effect I have to say if you think you were dismayed, it was me that was driving it, and I'm thinking, I've broken the bee. What am I going to do? And it's going. Alan's not going to love me, and I've been really careful with the bee. It happens, and and clearly it did. David, you were in the support car uh, in front of us, and I was on the radio going, I've got no drive. What were your immediate thoughts? It's you just don't expect these things. We had a whole list of things that we expected could go wrong on that car, um, given the state of the roads and so on and so forth and, and Queen Bee had a really rough day the day before I think it was on the road from Kaman when it was like driving through a moonscape uh, but yesterday the roads were clear the roads were largely good um, I just wasn't expecting anything to happen so I was in the lead chase car at the time and all I heard in the radio was stop 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 drive's gone and I thought I don't believe this 
And I thought, no, it's, it's got to be something else. I've misheard it. And I jumped out of the car and ran backwards because we were half a kilometre down the road. Uh, I ran backwards and there you were standing up by the side of the road. And I, I just, my heart sank. I thought, drive going, that's not good, you know. And, um, and then when Alan tried to start the engine up, because I wanted to hear what was happening, the flywheel was just spinning and not connecting with the engine. I thought, oh. Right, that's that's something between the engine and the main drivetrain. Something's broken, quite clearly, and I thought that's going to be serious. So we phoned Morgan. Uh, we phoned our technical expert at Morgan, and uh, he said something along the lines of, "Oh, that's a lot of bother. You are in trouble." But we've discussed it with him. We've discussed it with loads of different uh, people. Peter, you've been on the phone to mechanics and organising transport, and uh, I've been on the phone to. Um, Morgan and their organised and Crazy Horse, who've been really helpful as well, who have been, uh, they're all shipping out parts and it looks as if we're going to get her back on the road and running perfectly again, so quite hopeful now. At this point, the mobile phone rang. It was Cherry and Scaria, a contact that we had been provided with who was a specialist in vehicle recovery. He also had on the line another specialist. He was a technician and knew people in Kolkata and other parts of northern India. He could help us and had some words of advice. First, we need to find a place where we can get this dismantled. Point number one. Number two, we need to we need to get this part out, which we think or which we are of the opinion that is damaged. Once we get it out, there is certainly a way where it can be fabricated or something similar, or it can be prepared. Then we think on the grounds of bringing it in from the UK. We have this uh, total guy in Orissa. Talk to him. It's Sunday and we're in Gopalpur and our nearest big centre is Brahmapur which is quite a way to get the vehicle or are we talking about taking the vehicle to Kolkata and doing it there because we have a schedule and it would make life in many ways a lot easier for us if we can take the vehicle to, to Kolkata and strip it there and if we have to ship parts then we can get them straight out to Kolkata. Trying to do it here... Well, it can be. It will be shipped tomorrow to Kolkata. We can get the parts out there. It's going to take about three to four days, but we can do it. That makes sense. Okay, if you're comfortable with Kolkata, again, we have no problem. Move yep, down yep. this vehicle to Kolkata. Sure. Thank you, Cherry. Take care. Bye bye. So that really um, gives everybody an idea of <laughs> how this has gone and what the plan is. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to take the car up on a flatbed to Kolkata. We're going to obviously take the engine out and get into the gearbox, have a look, see what the problem is, get as many parts as we can out from the UK and hopefully get it fixed. David, how confident are you that we can get this done? Um, strangely, and I'm not basing this on any real evidence at all, I'm very confident. I just think somehow or other we'll get this sorted. I mean, everything is fixable. You know, it just depends how much time you've got and how much money you've got, but everything is fixable. Time is the one thing that uh, I'm concerned about. Um, you know, we can't let this uh, go on for more than a, a couple or three days, really. Um, otherwise, we're going to have to replan the rest of the route, and that's going to be a major pain in the neck. Um, but I am, I am, com I am confident. A good mechanic 
with the right parts is going to fix that in a day or two. Uh, I, you know, I firmly believe that. Um, I think it'll be okay. Pramod, you're handling logistics for us. You have been our guide all the way through this so far. You must see this all the time. I mean, you've been doing this for 25 years. You must see this sort of thing all the time. How, how are you feeling about all this? Uh, yes, of course. I had been in so many times and uh, even worse than this, luckily we were on a good road. But Indian mechanics, before doing anything, first they want to make all the paper clearance and all those. Because nowadays they are very scared about that. Otherwise, previously it's no problem. You could go on the roadside, you could check with the mechanic, you show the problem and they fix up the fault. But now each and everything is going on the proper way, proper channel, and they are much scared about the insurance and about the companies as well. In Calcutta, I am quite sure that they could be success to make it fit within a days. Pat, you've been kind of sat observing all this. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I don't think this is going to be a setback. I think this is just a hiccup. And I'm hoping that, and it looks as though we're all being very positive about it all. We know that um, over here there's plenty of mechanics around who can do the job and sort it out. Um, and as long as we get the parts in, I'm sure we can actually do it. But I'm very positive, and I think the whole team are as well, and uh, full of energy and going forwards. And there's more positive news on which to end this episode 8 of the Trans India Challenge podcast. The first concerns our £200,000 financial target. In fact, we're now £75,000 closer to reaching that, thanks to assistance from Ralph Lauren, Morgan Motor Company, Bearing Point eCargo Bikes, Worldwise Foods and the great British Northern Ireland brand, but also from our amazing individual sponsors. But you can continue to contribute and you can do that by visiting the challenge website, transindiachallenge.com and clicking on a contribute now button or going directly to Give Asia and searching for Trans India Challenge. Every single penny and rupee is of course welcome. There's also good news on the podcasting front. You can now hear us on Apple Podcasts as well as on Anchor FM and Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker and Radio Public. So great news if you want to catch up on the previous seven podcasts of the Transindia Challenge. Finally, you can follow us, of course, on social media. We've been getting some amazing compliments. We've had some great feedback and lots of conversations going on at Transindia Challenge for Facebook and Instagram and at Transindia Chal on Twitter. So that's it. If you've uh, got to this point in the podcast, thank you as always for listening. And we, of course, will be back, hopefully with a fully repaired, happily buzzing Queen Bee uh, from Kolkata with the next episode of the Trans India Challenge podcast. (laughs) 